0: You are listening to the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast. Today, the entire focus is on helping you break through some of the biggest misconceptions that are holding you back from the life you really want. Success is misunderstood, but it's so freaking simple. And today we're going to break through five of the biggest limiting beliefs and misconceptions holding your business back and you back from the life you really want. So my name is Brad Bizjak. I'm a mindset strategist and coach, inspirational speaker. And for the last three years, I've worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and home-based business owners and help people just like you shatter limiting beliefs and overcome self-doubt and to build confidence and to create the life that you truly deserve. This is the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode today. I'm so freaking glad that you're here, but before we dive in, I just wanna make two quick announcements. The first thing is, in my flagship program, Appreciation Academy, we do monthly challenges. And uh, we do different challenges through the program. And one of the challenges we recently did was something called the Level Up Challenge. And one of the prizes was a shout out on the podcast. So I wanna give a shout out to Sarah Thibold. like blown away by this girl's determination and her drive and her hunger. She is, she was going through the challenge, doing all the work, And she's had so many breakthroughs. Before, she wanted to start a nutrition business. She really wanted to get it off the ground, but there were these limiting beliefs about her abilities. Is she going to be judged? What's going to happen? Are people going to think negatively of her if she tries to sell her programs and her products? And Appreciation Academy helps her break through those limiting beliefs. She's building an amazing nutrition business. She's brought on her first a bunch of group coaching clients, and she has so much more confidence in herself and belief in herself, and not only that, she's starting to see sales as a really good thing. Instead of it being something that is taking from people, she's starting to see sales as something that genuinely serves people and gives them a transformation they'd never be able to have otherwise. And so I wanted to give just one quick shout out to Sarah thibault for an amazing job in the Level Up Challenge and Appreciation Academy. I'm so freaking proud of you. Uh, just fantastic, fantastic work. And the second quick announcement here is that today it's uh, it's the very last day of Appreciation Academy being 50% off. You can find that at bradbizjack.com slash webinar four. Again, that's bradbizjack.com slash webinar four. We'll link it up below just so it's easy to find. Um, but it is the very last day for 50% off of that program. That program, is the breakthrough step-by-step program to getting through all of the crap going on in your head that's holding you back from the life that you really want. It's the thing that's gonna silence all the limiting beliefs and that negative self-talk track that won't shut up, that makes you go two steps forward and three steps back. Today is the last day for 50% off of that program. So make sure you head to bradbizjack.com slash webinar four to get started with that today. So let's dive in. I used to have so many limiting beliefs and i still have plenty of limiting beliefs everyone has limiting beliefs and if you don't believe you have limiting beliefs that is a limiting belief in itself right so i used to say things and ask yourself if you've ever done this but i used to think things to myself like when i succeed i'll be happy or i can't invest in myself because money is too tight or money is hard to make or success is so much easier for other people and nobody understands my situation like my situation is harder or Uh, Someone else's success is my failure or I'm too overwhelmed to take massive action or if I just obsess about my business eventually it'll become successful. That was a huge one for me or you know I don't want to set really big goals because I know I'm not going to be able to hit them and one of the ones that I used to have is I don't really care about happiness. Once I make more money then I can relax and so in your notebook just write a big me too If you've ever said any of that crap to yourself that stuff consumed my life for a really long time and i needed to learn how to break through those limiting beliefs myself and that's what i'm here to teach you today how to break through five of the biggest misconceptions about success That there is. And so I hope you take out your notebook and jot these down. These are super, super, super important and they will serve you so much in your life and your business if you're willing to adopt this belief. The very first one is the more time you spend on your business, the more successful you will be otherwise known as obsessing over your business. I see so many entrepreneurs doing this. They sit there and ask yourself "Do you do this too. They sit there, they they refresh their social media like crazy. And then, you know, they wake up 45 minutes later and they're already like, all the activity time that they had to do their invites or whatever for that time period, it's gone. They have to move on to the next thing. And then they say they don't have time to build their business. It's just not true. They're scrolling and just obsessing, refreshing that online office to see if they popped in rank. But think about this, does refreshing your social media or your back office or just spending time on your phone to see if anything happened or if anyone rank advanced in your business or if uh, new customers came in, does that do anything to actually help your business? No, and I'm curious, like who do you know that spends all day focusing on their business with zero results to show for it? Like think about it, who do you know that spends all day focusing on their business with zero results to show for it? Most entrepreneurs, or I should say entrepreneurs. It's that work harder, work harder, work harder movement, right? And don't get me wrong, you have to put in effort for sure to build your business, but it needs to be on the right things. So I want you to think about this, who wins? Does the person that spends 10 hours a day comparing to others on social media and scrolling through their back office and mistaking movement for achievement, do they win? Or does the busy mom with seven kids that takes 45 minutes total to invite quality prospects to her business and then goes on living her life and being her mom? Who wins? Person A or person B? The busy mom. 45 minutes versus 10 hours. In uh, Marie Forleo's book, Everything is outable. She references a study that talks about how Americans spend nearly five hours a day on their phones. That, if you focus that, if you top, like bring that out to 30,000 foot level, that's 76 days a year, which means that is a third of the time that you are awake in your entire life. Not including sleep, a third of your time is glued to a glowing box. Think about that. Imagine if you spent that time watching your kids grow up. How refreshed would you feel? And from that refreshed state, what would happen to your business? It would grow so much. This idea that you have to be on your phone and this guilt feeling of having to be on your phone consistently to build your business, it's never going to get you to where you want to go. If you spend an hour and a half on things that truly matter, you are going to be so much more productive, so much more fulfilled, so much more creative than the person that spends seven hours a day scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Plus, think about what you're trying to portray to people in especially in MLM. You're trying to portray a lifestyle, right? And typically that lifestyle is something around freedom of choice. So question, if you're glued to your phone for 10 hours a day or seven hours a day or five hours a day, are you actually living with any freedom at all? And so what you're telling people who are already busy is that in order to be mildly successful at this, you need to obsess over it like crazy and never take a break. Does that inspire someone to want to join you if they're already overwhelmed in their life? No. So this idea that you need to focus more time on your business and there's a this idea that there's a direct proportion between time and success, it is not true. And you're going to need to get through that. That is one of the biggest misconceptions about success in business. Number 2. Number 2. Focusing on how more than your own mindset This is such, I see this all the time, focusing on how am I ever going to do it? Well, when you focus on how am I going to do it, do you ever start? No, you're obsessed with worrying about if you're doing it right. And if you're obsessed with doing it right, then you're never going to take action. And when you never take action, you're not going to get the results and you're not going to learn how to do it. Does that make sense? So this is such a mistake because, well, first of all, does the strategy matter? Of course the strategy matters. It matters so much. If, for example, if you're baking a cake and you put the eggs in after the cake's done baking, do you have a good cake? No, you don't have a good cake. It doesn't work that way, right? So the, don't get me wrong, how you do it does matter. But most people are trying to look for that first. So ask yourself, are you currently looking for how to be successful first before you're mastering your mindset? And the reason is because When you have the wrong mindset, but the right strategy, you're either going to not apply it, half-ass apply it, or if you don't have the strategy, you won't be able to find it. But when you have mastered your mindset and you've mastered this idea that you can do it and you build that self-confidence in yourself, then you're going to either A, find the strategy, you're going to apply the strategy you have, or you'll do anything it takes to try something new until you get it to work. That is the power of finding mindset before strategy. Think about exercise. Is it hard to lose weight? No. Losing weight is one of the easiest things you can possibly do. It's stop eating as much crap and move your body. That is how you lose weight, right? That's how you do it. And think about this though with exercise. It's not the strategy that's hard. It's the mindset that prevents you from applying the strategy. That's what holds people back. You have to work hard to not find ways to lose weight, right? They're everywhere. It's on every street corner. I'm looking out my window right now at a yoga studio, right? They're everywhere, everywhere. It's just the mindset that gets you to apply it. So you will never know how before you start. And if you wait until you know how to do something to do it, you will be waiting for the rest of your life. The only way to learn how is to do. Action always comes first because when you know what you want and why you want it, write this down, the how will reveal itself. It'll show up for you because success typically comes from good judgment. And good judgment typically comes from experience. Experience typically comes from bad judgment, meaning you're gonna to have to be okay messing it up a few times if you wanna be successful. That is a huge misconception about success that I need to know how before I start. No, you don't. You do not need to know how. I'm not saying don't look for role models. They can shorten the learning curve for you, but I'm saying if you are held back by this idea that you don't know how to launch your ebook, therefore you're not gonna start, you are literally creating the problem that you don't want to have. Does that make sense? That's misconception number two, looking for how to instead of mastering your mindset of resourcefulness and being able to do it and finding a way. Number three, success is easier for others. One of the biggest misconceptions I've ever seen is that people think that they have it harder or that their situation is different or that other people have it easier. Is that actually true? Or are you just scared? But Brad, my situation is different. My situation is so hard. Brad, you don't understand. And while I don't understand your particular situation, does the story of my situation is harder, does that serve you? Does that actually give you empowerment? Does it serve you to have a way out of taking responsibility for your life? Does it serve you to have something else to blame besides your own responsibility? Maybe in the short term, it gives you a way out of feeling pain of sacrifice and stuff like that. But long term, nothing will change if you keep that limiting story up. It doesn't matter if you have a hard situation. This is the big thing that I want you to understand. It does not matter if your situation is hard. Harder than someone else's situation or if someone else has it easier. It doesn't matter. None of that even matters because that limiting story of my situation is harder. will never get you to where you want to go. So you can either get rid of that story and adopt a more empowering story or you can keep that up and keep perpetuating more of the same thing. And so think about this story. What if I told you a story about a girl whose mom gave birth to her when she was, I believe, 16 years old. And growing up, this girl was constantly beaten so much so that she had welts on her back that would consistently bleed and she was forced to sleep on the porch. And when she was nine years old, she was raped by a man that, was supposed to be able to, that she was supposed to be able to trust. And with blood still dripping down her leg, he took her to an ice cream shop to make it all better. And she continued to be raped all the way through 14 years old. And at 14 years old, this girl found out that she was pregnant. At 14 years old, she was pregnant. At 14, can you imagine? And then she gave birth at 14 years old. And two weeks later, after she gave birth as a 14 year old, that child died. Her kid died. Would you define that situation as challenging? Would you define that situation as something that might hold you back and give you the opportunity to say, my situation is harder than someone else's or you "You guys don't understand my situation. Would that be fair to say for her? Absolutely. That person is Oprah Winfrey. That's Oprah. And she used the pain of her past to drive her to give life to so many millions of people. My point is you can blame your past or you can thank it, but either way, it's your responsibility. So you're right. I don't know your story, but I knew I do know that you can write a new one today. That is one of the biggest misconceptions about success, that success is easier for other people. All you need to do is have some contrast. You need to get see stories of inspiration of people that have had it way harder than you. If you are suffering in some way, someone else has succeeded that's had it way harder times, 1,000,000 times harder than you have right now. So Rewrite that story in your head. Giving your way out of, yourself a way out of responsibility is not going to solve your problems. Does that make sense? I know I'm being rough on you today, but you need to hear it. Number four, I believe this is number four. Number four is when I have money, then I can X. Whether that's invest in yourself, get to a conference, get to a seminar, when I have money or when I have time, insert whatever resource, when I have X. Well, I'm curious. Let's say that I told you that I had a gold mine in my backyard worth millions and millions of dollars. And you can come to my backyard and dig any amount of gold that you can use in your own life. You can have as much as you want. And you respond to me by saying, But Brad, I don't have a shovel. And I say back, Well, go get a shovel. There is gold in my backyard, and you can have as much as you want. And you respond to me by saying, do you know what they're charging for shovels? Do you see the problem? That's how most people go about setting goals. They're worried about the cost of the shovel and they're not looking at the gold in the backyard. Most people operate from a mindset of have, do, be. We've talked about this on the Path to Mindset Mastery podcast before. And what that means is they say, once I have a particular resource, then I can take this action step so I can be successful. And what that does is it creates the same circumstances over and over and over again. You need to reverse it. You need to say, okay, what do I wanna have long-term? Great, I wanna have that goal. What would I already be doing if I had that goal? And who do I need to be now? What are the characteristics and qualities and emotions and mindsets that I need to have now so I'd already be doing that action so I can become successful? Does that make sense? Or so I can have those goals? Stop letting scarcity mindsets keep you in scarcity. You will never get beyond scarcity. You have to start beyond scarcity. It requires a leap of faith. It's not something where you will earn your way to feeling financially abundant. That is not how money works. That is not how the energy of money works. You start beyond it. You take a leap of faith. And think about my story of being $92,000 in debt. When I was $92,000 in debt, I got myself a mindset coach, and that is what caused Appreciation Academy to be born. And from Appreciation Academy being born, we paid off almost $100,000 of debt in a year. Just saying. If I were to use that mindset of have, do, be, which is once I am out of debt and have money, then I can get a coach so I can be successful, would I ever have gotten out of debt so quickly? No. I said, I want to have financial freedom. What I already be doing? I already be have. I already have a coach. I'd already be invested in that course. Great. Who do I need to be now? I need to be courageous. I need to be someone that takes risks. I need to be someone that has an abundant mindset. And my point in this is you can't afford not to invest in yourself. When you don't invest in yourself, that's exactly how you stay exactly where you are and you perpetuate more of the same things. I get that your spouse doesn't support it. That's cool. Do it anyways. You have to find a way to invest in yourself in some way, shape, or form. At some point, you are going to have to choose faith over fear. It's so important that you do You can't afford not to get a coach. You can't afford not to get to seminar. Buy the shovel and dig up the goal. That is number four. And finally, number five. Number five is so important. And number five is, when I succeed, I'll be happy. When I succeed, I will be happy. Have you ever felt that way? Like, once you hit that rank, Once you hit that number, once you hit that income level, then you can be happy. Well, question, how many people do you know that have a ton of money but are just total douchebags, right? Like they're miserable inside. Just like Tony Robbins says, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And if if this were true, that when you succeed, you'll be happy, we wouldn't have lost Robin Williams. Think about it. Robin Williams won Oscars. He had more money than he knew what to do with. A beautiful family. Everyone in this world loved him. He created an award-winning TV show. He won an Academy Award for not being funny. So question, was he successful in all terms of the world? In all terms of the word? Yes, absolutely. But he hung himself and left his lifeless body for his wife and his kids to find. How does that make sense? Success does not cause happiness. But I can tell you one thing happiness will lead you to success. Because when you're happy, aren't you more connected with faith and trust and belief? And do you take more risks or less risks when you're happy? More risks. And do you take more action or less action when you're happy? More action. Do you have more creativity or less? More creativity, more ideas, right? And that's what leads to success. Think about the biggest goal you've ever achieved outside of having a family, right? Is it passing a CPA? Is it uh, getting a bank account to a certain number? When you got to that level, how long did your happiness last? Three hours? Three days? Maybe three weeks, right? Think about the biggest goal I ever achieved. $92,000 of debt paid off in a year, just over a year. And happiness lasted about five days. Think about that does that make any sense success doesn't lead to lasting happiness happiness leads to success that's what we need to break through that is what we need to master we need to learn to master happiness and appreciation because appreciation is the master skill the business when you can learn to be grateful for your life where it is right now and love every part of about it and learn to be happy and see the beauty in where you are all of a sudden you solve the problems that are holding you back. And that's why I want you to take advantage of today as the very last day for 50% off of Appreciation Academy, where I will teach you how to break through these limiting beliefs in so much more detail and so many more of these. Tomorrow, all of the bonuses that are offered with this will disappear and the price will double. Take advantage of this opportunity, break through all of those limiting beliefs holding you back. It's at bradbijek.com slash webinar four. bradbijek.com slash webinar four. But either way, I hope you found value in this. I hope that today helped you see that there are these big misconceptions that are holding you back from the life you really want. And if you did find value, make sure you give us a rating and review. I love seeing your feedback on how much this podcast has touched you. So if you feel compelled to, we would absolutely love it if you left us a rating and review and share this on your stories and your social as well. People need to hear this. So I hope you found value today. My name is Brad Bishak and just remember to go out there today and every day and live your life with a genuine smile on your face. You are literally only one mindset shift away from doing that. I'll see you next week.